Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Hello, welcome to the Fullest House podcast, where today it's boys night. Hell yeah. Boys Boys night. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. We have a very boy-centered episode. Actually, I, we're, yeah, I guess every major plot line uh, is centered around one of the male characters. I didn't yeah, think of it that way, but... Th- yeah. th- there are a lot of boys. Yeah. A lot of boys. And it's very good. We liked this episode. This episode was really good. Yeah. Like, yeah it's genu- I... Even the episodes we like, like often they're very good. Like this episode was genuinely very funny to me. Yeah, like we there were a lot of points where we were genuinely like laughing. This episode's very quotable. Yeah, yeah. Very and quotable. like after this one, because uh, we recorded last week's episode yesterday, and we also said that that was a very good episode. Guys, is Fuller House an actually good show? We've said this, we've asked this before, but it's like, is it good now? Because this is back-to-back episodes where we're like, oh, this is a very good episode. Because I feel like we've had episodes like that before, but never back-to-back. After some slow seasons, it is very much picked up. It's definitely a lot better than where we were at, like, season one. Definitely. I mean, there's an interesting thing that I think early on episodes we liked, we were sort of like, wow, it's it, it resembles an episode of an actual TV show. Yeah. Um, and now the episodes we like are just kind of like, this is just a good episode. I liked this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So we open up with uh, Fernando uh, freaking out. Oh, no, actually, we open up with the, the driving subplot. Right? We actually, and this is why I take notes, mm. we open up with a Rube Goldberg machine. Oh, the Rube Goldberg. But Harrison was close. Much like Pee-wee's Big Adventure or Back to the Future, we open up with a Rube Goldberg machine. So we know right away this episode is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Max has made a Rube Goldberg machine, and it's really good, and he's going to go on TV. He's going to go on Wake Up San Francisco and present his Rube Goldberg machine. Now that I'm thinking about it, they do throw a lot at us right at the top. Yeah. They yeah. open up with a Rube Goldberg machine, and we're just, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I was just sort of like, I guess Max is doing a Rube Goldberg thing. And then they're like, Max, aren't you excited to be on TV? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, like okay, yeah, I guess as, we're doing this. Often, maybe it didn't fully register with me because there are so many times these characters have been on TV or gone on stage. Yep. done something very strange that would pretty much make yep. them minor celebrities at this point <laughs> yeah wow the weird family from san francisco that <laughs> always ends up at public performances and is on yep. tv all the time weren't they like on stage at, <laughs> at new kids, <laughs> yeah, on, the the new kids on the block concert didn't they jump into the ring at a wrestling match <laughs> did it one of their extended family members have a hit song that's still famous in Japan to this day. <laughs> Isn't one of their other relatives that guy with the woodchuff puppet? <laughs> didn't, didn't one of them date Mariusio of the Japanese boy band sex? Oh, yeah, didn't uh, didn't another one date star baseball player Hunter Pence? <laughs> oh, yeah. And wasn't that person also a famous DJ that the world just forgot about overnight? Isn't one of them a famous race car driver? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you put it all, 
like this. This family is this, famous. This family has has done some shit. They'd be they'd be minor celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Or or in that way of like, hey, do you know this weird piece of trivia? Like the the the, the, the same person who did this, like her sister did this. The, the Tanner Fuller family yep. and its extended life of weirdness. Isn't one of them yeah. dating the team doctor for the Lakers? Oh, yeah. It's true. It's all true. It's a very fulfilling series of lives. Yep. Anyway, but also important. But Max is going to be on TV for his Rube Goldberg machine, not for falling down a well. Yes, that's yes. an important distinction. And uh, for some reason... Danny and Becky are really focused on the fact where it's like, yeah, we always thought that you'd be on TV for like falling down a well. Not that we want you to fall down a well or anything, but if you do but fall if down you do a well, fall down if a well. by any chance you happen to find yourself at the bottom of a well and you can't get out, call us. We're not going to help you. We're going to put you on TV. If your grandfather like walks up behind you and pushes you down a well. Not me, your other grandfather. <laughs> but if that happened, like, I guess I would probably be the first person to call because you'd, like, shout up, Grandpa, why? Why have you done this to me? But, like, after you're done with that, my TV show. Yeah, call me, yeah, TV show. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there needs to be a therapy session years in the future with Max as an adult being like, I've never been able to trust people again ever since my aunt and grandpa had a very creepy conversation with me where they heavily implied they wanted to push me down a well. I feel like that's only the tip <laughs> of the iceberg considering like on many occasions it becomes clear that this house is just a cult. Yes. Yep. This family is a cult. <laughs> and Max is like the one that got yep. away. Yes. Also, um, if we're moving on, very, very minor detail, but I did want to note it. Someone makes some comment about fashion and Steph says, like, I have a great sense of style. And Kimmy says, Steph, you're wearing the same clothes you slept in last night. Yeah, I think it's because um, Max <laughs> asks Becky to help yep. him pick out his clothes because Becky's the only one with a sense of style. And by the way, ah. isn't like all these families, isn't their other sister running a fashion empire in New York right Do now? You're, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> I... So often forget that Michelle exists. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Dude, I didn't really even weird. think about that until you were talking about fashion. I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's so odd. Michelle and her and her clone, other Michelle, because there's two of her. Yes. In this in this universe, the Olsen twins both exist. <laughs> well, there is an episode where like Jesse's family from Greece comes over, and there is a little cousin who looks exactly like Michelle, except with brown hair. <laughs> And oh. they're played by the two Olsen uh, twins. So there is a doppelganger. The there, there is, is yes. an Olsen twin There is a Greek Michelle doppelganger. Oh my out god. There. Oh my god. That is a fun bit. I do like that as a bit, though. That is fantastic. I didn't know that. I, yeah, I didn't know that either. But anyway, other plot. You're right, Harrison. Jay Money is learning how to drive. Our good Ooh. sweet boy is growing up. That's Which terrifying. I, I was about and, to say, I yeah. put a question to you. Do you trust Jay Money in a car? No, no, I no. do not. I do not. <laughs> I and do neither not does DJ. Because she comes in after they were driving. And uh, apparently he never even made it out of the driveway before DJ was before DJ gave up on him. Which honestly... Well, she says he was texting while driving. Yeah, but she sent him the text. Exactly. It was a test. But he was texting while driving. She was texting in a car. She was the passenger. She's in the right. Well, she also says that it was a test to say, hey, don't look yes. at your texts. And he yep. failed. 
yeah, he he didn't get very far, but this this uh, this is an episode about trust is really yeah. what it is. Yeah, and it's it's parallel. That's the theme. The of uh, the episode of yeah. Full House, one of the first episodes I ever watched where DJ had to learn to drive and had to deal yep. with the same bullshit. So I expected it to just be a copy of that. Yeah, episode, well, well Danny wasn't. offers to teach Jay Money how to drive. Danny offers to teach Jay Money how to drive, then Jay Money and DJ immediately tell him no. Yeah. I am so surprised it did not flash back to that episode of Full House. Yeah. Mark, you know very well that if it was season one, it would have. I I oh, know yeah. this show is growing. It it's was. great. Yay. It's becoming its own thing. We should also know this is Candace Cameron Bray's directorial debut. Yes. She directed this episode and guys, she did a good job. She did. Yeah. I think genuinely like this is one of my favorite episodes we've seen of the entire show yeah. so far. Yeah, but they they do run through I do like that they run through everybody. Jamon is like, "Well, maybe Steph can teach me how to drive." And DJ's like, "Well, she drove a car through the wall." Yeah. So no. <laughs> I'm going to say no, because I don't want you to also drive a car through the wall. Do you understand? I don't think you're hearing me. And then uh, he asked about Kimmy. Can you make some excuse? I forget what it was. I forget as well. I'm in my head. It's just Kimmy knows how to like uh, pilot a submarine, but she does not know how to drive a car. (laughs) Makes sense. And then he asks about Fernando. He's like, oh, Fernando. Fernando's a famous race car driver. He drives for a living. And he's yep. like, well, you see, Fernando has driven in eight races this year and has somehow crashed nine times. 57 times. Which, which is honestly... 57 times. I, I, wrote, I wrote it down. It's not nine times. It is 57. 57 oh times in eight races? Yeah. No, I remember the number 57 showed up at some point. The joke was he drove eight races and crashed nine times. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Really was? Because I wrote down 57. That would be even more impressive, honestly. That's like, what, eight races 57 times? That's a follow-up joke? That's an an average of like seven crashes per race. And like most people... Maybe there was a different joke. Maybe my notes are wrong. I mean, if it's 57 crashes in eight races, that's honestly kind of impressive. I mean, most drivers yeah. stop after one crash for a race, but he's pulling an average of about of a little over seven. He should get an award for most crashes, <laughs> unless there's someone else. Do you think that, like his first race, uh, he finished the entire race on foot, coming in a respectable fifth place? May- yes. Of course. I-, I will also say, maybe there's like a loophole in the system where it's like, if you crash, you get, you get like a head start. <laughs> So that's why he keeps crashing to game the system. Yes. I almost want I'm, I'm I almost want Tyler to look it up because I now doubt that I wrote down the right number, but I mm. I did write down 57. Mm. I remember the 50 the number 57 did show up at one point. I I'm not sure it was I, maybe it was a follow-up joke. I, I do know. not remember. But anyways, but anyway. Fernando's out because he is he's crashed because a lot. he's bad at his job. Yes. He's very bad. At he's his very job. bad at his job. How does how has he not died? Because <laughs> he's That's Fernando. It, he's fr- Fernando's <laughs> never gonna Fernando's die. Fernando's never gonna die. Fernando will live forever. Fernando is omnipotent. I hope so. I hope so. Juan Pablo de Pache, please come on our podcast. Speaking of Fernando and his mortality, yes. his mother <laughs> is coming to visit. Fernando's yes, mom, which is worse than Mama death. Fernando. 
much worse than death. Yes, Saracen. Yeah. Um, so, and, and they're freaking out because uh, she hates Kimmy yep. for some reason. I mean, Kimmy's a very weird person, so I guess yep. I don't entirely blame her, but. <laughs> yep. She, well, it's, it's that thing of like, she's very, no one's good enough for Fernando, oh, especially yeah. not Kimmy. That's true. Fernando's freaking out because they're like, because you see, she's very mean. <laughs> and so he comes up with this great idea of what if instead of uh, letting her know that I am divorced and now re-engaged, we just like make up this huge lie, say that this is my house instead of the haunted house next door. DJ is the maid who lives here with her three sons. I do want to read the exact quote, which I wrote down, okay, yeah, not because it. it's super showy or you're getting it wrong or anything, but because there's a part of it that I really like because okay. Fernando says, or perhaps we could pretend that this is my house and that we all live here with DJ as our housekeeper and her three sons. I like that he starts with, or perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps. What if? Perhaps. And hear me out. Telling hear the truth. <laughs> we should... We can do this in Or perhaps we tell her this is my house. Hear me out. I yes. know I don't live next door. Hear me out. We're still married. Hear me out. DJ is our housekeeper who lives with her three sons. Hear me out. The baby is ours. He goes there so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Kimmy's like, oh, I guess we'll just have to face our wrath. And he's like, or. <laughs> Or we implement a clever ruse. I'm also just noticing in this episode, this is a very fast-paced episode, which I think is yeah. just funny. Like, a lot of it. things happen where it's like, clearly there was some thought into this, but mm -hmm. it happens, like, immediately, and it's very fast-paced, and I love it. So, like, Fernando immediately comes up with this huge plan, just on the spot. I, he, he immediately comes up with this huge plan. Also important to note is that Ramona says... Oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable oh, yes. lying to my grandmother. And Fernando immediately says, I will pay you an exorbitant sum. <laughs> I also, his demeanor completely changes. We make this joke a lot where we say something in a silly way and go like, and they say it that way. But Fernando legitimately says it that way. He gets very intense and very <laughs> yes. angry all of a sudden. Does, I, I will pay, pay you an exorbitant, exorbitant sum. sum. And also important, Ramona immediately goes, ah, oh, what's a what's a white lie? Yeah. Ramona's in it for that money. She's in it for the cash. Going in that door. Our girl Ramona. All of that deception money. Uh, Ramona's great. Fernando, just this scene, he becomes so intense. I want him to like start talking in a British accent and take out a monocle. <laughs> or perhaps we implement a clever ruse wherein we say that I am the owner of this house <laughs> and DJ is merely our housekeeper. And furthermore, that I own the other house next door that I actually live in, and I will form an empire within the San Francisco real estate scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh. Oh, yes, and Fernando also says, and, um, you know, the only time she ever liked you, Kimmy, was when you were pregnant, so we'll tell her the baby is yours. And they're like, got it. Well, actually, <laughs> Kimmy says says, I can't do that. I, I'm not going to lie about... I'll lie about these other things, but I'm not going to lie about Stephanie's baby. And then Fernando's mother shows up, is immediately mean to Kimmy, and Kimmy says, this is my baby with Fernando, so you love me now, correct? <laughs> <laughs> yep. My only question is, what was the plan? You know, are they going to say that they had a miscarriage nine months later? <laughs> And also that Stephanie had her own baby at the same time. <laughs> or they're just going to keep going forever. 
forever. They're going to be like, hey, hello. Steph, hey, Steph, can I borrow your baby for a second? Kimmy, she's 17. Oh, well. I also want to mention yeah. uh, IMDb points out IMDb trivia. Yay. Points out uh, Maria Canales Barrera, who plays Fernando's mother, is only 13 years older than Juan Pablo de Pache. Jesus uh, Christ. We, she, we, we were remarking how like it's weird casting because she's very young, so young. to be his mother. They yeah. put a gray streak in her hair <laughs> to try to sell it. She's becoming but, Cruella. No. <laughs> well, there, there, and, and there are a couple things I want to say here, which is that I love Maria Canales Barrera. Yeah, she's great. Grew up on yeah, Wizards of Waverly yeah. Place. Yeah. Grew up on Justice League. I mean, if you're in the Justice League cartoon, if you're Hawk Girl, you have a special place in my heart. Yeah. You're never going to... I'm, I'm here for Maria Canalsboro. It's a weird choice, though. But also, maybe it's intentional because... Mm, oh, that's right. There's yeah. some... There's some... I'm just going to say it. There's some sexual chemistry between her and Jimmy Gibbler. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> That is true. It's very good. She's she's very immediately into Jimmy, and he's kind of into her as well. Jimmy is just great in this episode. He hasn't I don't he hasn't appeared at the point where we're still talking about it in the episode, but he shows up later and he is he's great. He has a very small role in this episode, but he makes it work. He so good. So So good. good. I love we love him. But but before we get to Jimmy, we should make a note. Guys Max failed his social studies test. What? Oh, this no. This cannot stand. Super failed it for real, and he means failed in the same way that we all mean failed. He must be flogged. And guys, you know what that means. In the words of Jay Money himself, he's not the only disappointment anymore. Yay! And so many act- good moments, so many good lines in this that. episode. It's so good. There are so many good lines in this episode. Where Max tells J Money that he failed, and J Money's like, "Wait, so I'm not the only disappointment anymore?" And he just starts he just, cheering. He's so it's happy. happy! It's so good. He like throws his eye. He spikes his iPad into the ground, and it's like, J Money, that's why you're a disappointment. You can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. Friend of Jay the show, Money. Michael Campion. Friend of the show, Michael Campion, killing it this episode. Yeah, as everybody's per usual. killing it this episode. So good. Ah, uh, it's very good. Oh my god. But anyway, we find out Max didn't fail necessarily. He didn't get a F. Uh, he F. got a B. What? Which, I mean, last time I checked, failure. is not an F. It's not I don't know F. what you're talking about. Every time I get a B, I personally take a gun and shoot myself in the foot to well, Harrison, myself. Well, Harrison, oh, no. you're not a failure like me. How do you know, Zach? How do you know? <laughs> because you shoot yourself in the foot when you get a B. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, how many bees have you gotten? Is your foot just like hamburger meat now? (laughs) What hamburger meat is left? I have to literally find my foot in the closet so I can shoot. (laughs) I like the idea that you cut off your foot and you just shoot this foot that's like hanging in your closet. Because I shot it off, Zach. I've gotten a lot of bees over the years. (laughs) After the first time they had to amputate. They they had to amputate. And I know, Harrison, you were just like, oh, can I keep it? Yes, for reasons, of course. Uh, it's like one of those things where he like throws his, he puts his foot on like a dartboard and just, <laughs> just starts shooting it. Yeah, that's when you get foot. 
I'm just imagining you coming home and your parents are like, Harrison, we got your report card. And you're like, give me a minute. And you just hike up to your room, rifle through your closet for this rotting foot. This is disturbing. I don't know why we're having so much fun. I was going to say, like, Harrison, I was going to say your parents, you just come home one day and your parents are like, Harrison, we have your report card and they just hand you the gun. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that is what they did the first time. After a while, they felt deep remorse, but I kept oh, doing it, was, it anyway. This was learned behavior. This was learned behavior. It's a cycle of violence that's gone back in the Bloom family for several generations. Oh, now we're starting to get disturbing. Oh. Let's move on to something happier. <laughs> uh, anyway, yep. Max got a B instead, instead yeah. of an uh. Mm -hmm. And now he's never going to get into Dartmouth. Mm -hmm. J Money Dart says Dartmouth, which he in previous in a previous a episode, it's joke. a callback. Great. It's great. I didn't even remember he said that, but I'll, I yeah. mean, I believe it. Yeah, that was uh, during his summer school phase. Oh right, yeah. Yes. He said something about getting into Harvard or Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Who Jay cares Money. if he doesn't get into Harvard or Dartmouth? He could still get into Yale. Yale. <laughs> South America. South America. <laughs> South America. <laughs> God. Anyway, guys, Steve is here. Steve, yay! yay. And Steve's going to teach Jay Money how to drive. Steve is going to teach Jay Money how to drive. I felt really stupid because when Steve entered, I went, woo! Because anytime a recognizable character enters, the audience cheers. And the audience didn't cheer this episode. Oh, which that's right. I want to point out, we usually complain about the audience cheering over trivial things, and they didn't. They made me look like a fool. <laughs> but, they, <laughs> but they're doing better. But yeah, Steve is here, uh, and J DJ is telling him, like, oh, I can't find anybody to teach Jay Money how to drive. And he's like, oh, I'll do it. I'm great at driving, and it'll give me a chance to get to know, J to get to hang out with Jay Money a little bit. So yep. he teaches Guys Jay Money how to drive. Guys, yeah. this is a Steve J Money episode. Yes. Last episode was a Fernando J Money episode. This one is a Steve J Money episode. Yeah. They are delivering on our sad boys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> our favorite sad boys yep. all get the spotlight this week. It's so yep. good. Anyway, yeah. it's at this moment that Nadia, Fernando's mother, walks in with Fernando and company. And runs into DJ. And I just want to say, DJ, she says she's here in California on business. And DJ asks what business, and she says none of yours. Which is a repeated joke that Fernando made earlier when Ramona asked what their family business was. Is is the family business crime? Yeah, yeah Fernando comes from like a it. crime family in Argentina. Is it is it crime? Wait, hold on. I'm cracking this right wide open. If Fernando is from a crime family in Argentina, does that explain why he, despite being very bad at driving race cars, he is still a race car driver? What? The, How the, would that they, they, they bribed his way in. Oh, they bribed his way into the. Oh, that would make so much sense. Yep. It's the Argentinian he's just mafia. He's crashing every race, and he's this stain on the racing industry because they keep pushing him through with bribes. The Hernandez Guerrero, <laughs> Fernandez Guerrero mafia. Of course. Oh, no. Yeah. We got the five families. <laughs> oh, Wait, is their family industry the illegal pickled herring trade? Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> is the Horowitz family. Because of his Jewish side. Uh, I Every once in a while, I'm reminded of the fact that Fernando is Jewish, and it makes me very happy. 
I just, I just love the idea of like you got your famous crime families, the Corleones, the <laughs> Sopranos, the Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerreros. Yes. Anyway, also DJ does not know about the lie, yeah. so uh, Fernando, like Kimmy, and Ramona have to cover for. Yeah, like. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, also knowing DJ, she's just going to shut them down, so they kind of have to keep sure. her in the dark. Yeah, I guess so. Though it is a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. I do really like uh, DJ says something about like, well, I was just going to go do some laundry accidentally playing into the lie. And Ramona very loudly goes, DJ is very tidy. Yeah. Yes. Really working her way episode. towards that exorbitant sum. Ramona killing it with that protagonist energy, working towards that exorbitant yep. sum. Ramona, good liar. <laughs> <laughs> also important in this scene, we find out that Fernando has always been afraid of the sea. <laughs> yes. And uh, also, his family has been doing whatever they can to uh, get over it. They, they even tried immersion therapy. So they just held him underwater. <laughs> yep. It's a good, <laughs> funny episode. Again, this sounds, like the kind, this sounds like the kind of action that would only be taken by a crime family. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando is sleeping with the fishes. Like, oh, my son's afraid oh, of the water. No. Guess we'll just throw some weight on him and throw him into the sea. <laughs> Is it? Did it work yet? Are you not afraid of water yet? I guess we have to leave him in longer. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando's family is definitely a crime. They're definitely into crime. Yeah, but even even though their ruse is going great, guys, Stephanie and Jimmy show up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Nadia is very concerned, but also very turned on. Immediately, she's like, "Who is this strong, handsome stranger?" <laughs> in your house which by the way like jimmy would have been at i assume he would have been at kimmy and fernando's wedding yeah like like oh she's yeah you're right I guess, he, what the hell? I guess he was he was younger maybe, and maybe uh, not maybe not the himbo yeah, he became yeah i mean he was also a traveling photographer at the time i'm guessing right yes so maybe, maybe i mean I, I mean i'm sure he would have made time to go to his sister's wedding but you're saying Jimmy Gibbler, Mr. Respect Women, that's, Mr. You know, Wholesome, that, that's would not make that's, the that's time to fair. go to his sister's wedding? That's entirely fair. Yeah, that's... There's also, yeah. I was, there's also a very good line here where they're like, oh, yeah, this is uh, this is my brother Jimmy. Or Kimmy's like, oh, yeah, this is my brother Jimmy and Stephanie. They live here, too. And then Jimmy's like, no, I I, I live at Fernando's house. And Kimmy's like, oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do, Jimmy. Good Jimmy. And she starts petting him, and it's very And then they nice give him awesome. a sponge, and he's so excited yeah. by it. And he runs out of the room. She tells Fernando's mom, uh, like, look, he's a little slow, but I love him because he's my brother. And then she gives him a sponge, and Jimmy is very excited by the sponge. And I think she says, like, here's your sponge, like, as if this is a normal thing they do. <laughs> and then, And then Jimmy's like... Oh, oh, nice. I'm going to soak up so much stuff with this. He's <laughs> so good. I we love, love him. Jimmy. I love him so much. We oh, love Jimmy. Adam yep. Hagen Boo. Absolutely yep. wonderful. Kills it. I There's... Then Kimmy, in order to finally explain the ruse to someone, she drags Stephanie into the kitchen, explains everything, says like, so we're just going to say you're, you know, a moocher dating my brother for free boarding. And I very much appreciate that Stephanie says, it's not so far from the truth. Again, yeah. Steph is a mess. <laughs> Steph is a mess. However, they then follow it up by saying, oh, also, this is Fernando's baby now. And uh, she's uh, like, also, I told, I told Fernando's mom the baby is mine. Okay, bye. 
Bye. And Simon's like, wait, what? Kimmy? And then runs after her. Kimmy. But I know what you're thinking. How are things going on the Wake Up San Francisco set? Oh, well, I guess... Well, Max is getting ready for his Rube Goldberg machine, and there's another kid there. Uh, not Spencer. his rival from earlier in the series. A new kid who was apparently his new yeah. rival. He I guess a they new couldn't rival. get Taylor. That's they, my theory. Yeah. They couldn't get... Well, yeah. well it's, it's because the entire Ford family put a restraining order on Larry and his family after yeah. the events of that <laughs> Hot Top episode. <laughs> It's true. Oh, right. yep. just That's straight true. up stalked DJ. Yeah, I want, I want, like, I want Larry back. I will say it's a funny implication that there are just many kids who just hate Max. Yeah. Oh God, that is. I don't crazy. know about you. I've never had any nemeses in my life. But Max has we, had Max more than has one. Many. Oh, Mark, you are missing. He out. also tried to run for class president, and they hated him for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to say you're missing out on the whole nemesis thing. I mean, I've had a nemesis for a while and it's great. You know, it's like a fun little thing. You know, we write, we're, we're pen pals. We write to each other. We like fight it out every, uh, every other Tuesday. It's, it's great. We make like a little event out of it. Do you guys like tie those notes that you send each other to like rocks and then throw them through each other's windows? Yes, exactly. Sometimes I use a carrier pigeon if I can't find a rock. But uh, wow. I maybe misspoke because now that I think about it, I do fight the Shadow King every full moon. Oh, well, there's a nemesis. Yeah, there you combat. go. Yeah. We are destined to, one of us is destined to kill the other and we must fight until the end of time. Yeah. Oh, I see. I don't, I don't, guys, I don't know how I forgot about the Shadow King. That guy is like the worst. <laughs> how could you forget about I the Shadow King? Imagine. My only nemesis I mean, are my two feet that I keep shooting when I get bees. But that's <laughs> over now because I'm out of college. So I guess that rivalry is over. Your, your feet are horribly disfigured, but at least they won't be disfigured anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Spencer is very upset about the obvious and overt nepotism that yes. has gotten Max here. Max is like, I'm a normal person. They're going to treat me the same as everybody else. And Danny comes out and says, there's my favorite grandson. I can't wait to treat you better than everybody else. A very normal thing to say yeah. to a person. And then Becky walks out and she's like, also my favorite nephew. We are the hosts of the show and we are both related to you. And then the kid's <laughs> like, isn't there anyone here you're not related to? And Max's like, oh, okay, well, what about that camera lady? And then Danny reveals that that's actually his cousin. Yeah, Danny's like, oh, it's your cousin. This is a family business. I do want to point out, because this is, feels like a good time to bring this up. I was looking through IMDb. Uh, there is, I was looking through some of the user reviews on IMDb for this episode. Uh, one of them is one star, one out, of, one out of 10 review for this episode. For this episode, Crazy. that is like one of our favorites in the series. And here is why. I don't want to like say the entire thing, but basically the reason why is like Danny is mean and is mean to every child besides his grandson. So I hate this episode. The entire episode Danny is bad. Danny is always and mean. And it's like, that's that's the joke. That's the comedy. It's like, that's, that's what's funny. It's, oh wait, hold on. I want to see if I can find. Um, Except for Ted Lasso, good people generally aren't funny on shows. Like the, the title of the review is like least favorite episode since the disastrous second half of season three and i think they mean disastrous but they spelled it with a g for some reason which which also the second half of season three is when we thought the show got good <laughs> yeah who is this person where do they live and can i beat them oh up? danny and becky are being really mean and 
and prefer their family over everybody else, and that's obvious nepotism. They hate everybody else. Might as well be called the Tanner family takes precedence, takes precedence, not precedence, <laughs> precedence <laughs> over everyone in the world. I feel bad. I, this is probably like some child d- who wrote this. I know, I know. Oh, no. I, I do also want to say, I also did think this was like the best Danny Becky episode. Yeah. They were both I, very there's funny. There's also in this another episode. review yeah. where uh, it's a five out of ten, says one good plot, two bad plots. The one good one is the driving plot, the other two, uh, Fernando's mother and the Rube Goldberg machine are bad because Danny is mean to everybody and Fernando is mean to DJ. So that's a bad episode. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to judge this person, but I think it's funny that they have like opposite opinions. Yeah. Yeah. That they hate the episodes we love and we love the episodes they hate. But yeah, I thought I'd bring that up because it's like, no, that's, that's what makes the episode work. Yeah, it's comedy. It requires a little bit of uh, conflict, you know, people being mean to each other and stuff. Or even it's a TV show. It kind of requires some conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked the episode better if they're like, oh, it's my favorite grandson. And I also love this kid just as much as my family. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's go over to the plot where people are just having fun and loving each other. Except. J Money and Steve's car broke down. Oh no! Uh, Steve says J Money was doing pretty well. He only hit two out of four garbage cans, which is a hey. Vi- hey you gotta accept those victories yeah. as they come. Hey, hey, hey! Not two out of four. He missed four, so it's two he out missed of four. six. Two out of six. Right, my math he is only off. hit a third of the garbage cans. That's true. It's a pretty good ratio. Good track record. Hey, hey, a third is better than a half, like Mark just said. So, like, we're slowly making our way up to none. Yeah. Better than my first driving practice. Where you killed a man. Dark things were done that day, Mark. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, by that point, your feet were already horribly disfigured, so you couldn't step on the gas and the brakes accurately enough. Of course. Yeah. That you was can't, where you the really, started. Yeah. Yeah. Harrison, you really shouldn't be driving. I just, I'm going to say it. You, you. Well, it's fine now. Been... I have prosthetics. Yeah. I was going to say, you should okay. either stop driving or get prosthetics. And there you go. <laughs> But anyway, um, Scott Wenger is killing it this episode, yes. much like everybody else in this episode. Yeah. Um, and also, Steve doesn't know how to fix a car. Yes, that is also true. Steve Steve says, ah, oh, you, th- you think I don't know how to fix a car? And Jay Money immediately goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Again, very immediate responses that are like the perfect yeah. things to say. Yes. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to give credit where credit is due because this is like the first episode where there's like a thing and Candace Cameron Bray's directorial debut. She's good at directing. She's yeah. good. Like everybody's really good in this episode and it's all really working. Fucking killed it. Yeah. We've been we don't always love her as DJ, but she really kills it in this episode. Yeah. She's even good as DJ. She's good as episode. DJ in this episode. That's true. Maybe. Yeah. So uh yeah, the car is broken down. And then the we... car is broken down, and next we move into a very normal scene where Fernando's mother has put <laughs> up a giant mural of her and Fernando sort of in the pose of, like, the creation of Adam. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, in the nursery. Yes. It's going to be the first thing that baby it's remembers. a mural of Fernando and his mother. Oh, no. Because that way she will always so be watching over the baby. Fernando really likes it, though. He thinks it's, it's beautiful. To be fair, it is a very good drawing. It's a very good painting. I, I, I'm not sure I... I mean, like, they're rendered fine. I don't think I the composition or the or any of the artistic choices that went into it are particularly great. <laughs> I just think it's funny. 
<laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Yep. Yes. Um, but also Jimmy and Stephanie run in. Um, Jimmy says like, oh, who made that mural of Fernando and his hot sister? <laughs> Guys, there are some sparks flying. Yeah. If, if Jimmy was single, man, you know, some they, they would they would form a good connection. Also, their family, though. So it's a little weird. But yeah. Mm. yeah, I was going to say, like, it's a little weird if Jimmy ends up with with Kimmy's <laughs> mother in law. Yeah. Is that considered incest? Is that weird? Has that happened before? It's certainly weird. Yeah. yeah it's I think definitely, it, it's, it's definitely weird. it's also definitely happened before. <laughs> yeah. In the world. Oh, yeah. I always find it weird when siblings end up dating like their partner's siblings or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that has happened, though. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, spark, sparks are flying between Fernando and Nadia. It's very good. I like that. I like that. That's an element of it that she's very thirsty for Jimmy. Did I say sparks flying between Fernando and his mother? Jimmy I didn't and mean Fernando's that. I meant mother. Jimmy. Not that you said Jimmy and Fernando's, Jimmy and Fernando's mother. mother. I think you did. Good. I I say a lot of things, and sometimes sometimes they make sense. Other times they don't. One day to destroy your political career, Mark, I will cut together this episode where you say. Uh, you know Fernando and his mother, and I'll be like, "Sparks are flat," and I'll just cut it, you, and it'll be like, "Mark." Yeah, I was about to say you have like Fernando and his mother. You have you have hours of me saying pretty crazy shit from this podcast. That's All true. three of us, honestly, could, like none of us. We can have, have so much office. blackmail material on each yeah. other. For Fernando and his mother are a very bad baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean the whole the whole baby hater thing. They could have really. gotten a better baby. <laughs> could have gotten a better baby. I, oh, I just want to see some. Uh, there's like a, an attack ad, and it's like Mark going around kissing babies in his political campaign. And on top of that, it's just like being like, oh, they couldn't have gotten a better baby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and and then I'd come out and say I was misquoted. What I the way I said it, what I said was, oh, they couldn't have gotten a better baby. Oh, oh no, 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 you don't. As in, this is as in this is a really great baby. Guys, I know how to do politics. It's like that happens and you're like, no, 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 wait, you don't understand. I was talking about Fuller House, not the baby I was kissing. And you look even more like a sociopath. (laughs) Just start throwing Fuller House around during the political debates. Uh, Anyway, back to Wake Up San Francisco. Spencer very impressively put lights in wine bottles. Very, very good. I was was very underwhelmed by his project. He was just like... Yeah. I reused wine bottles by putting things in them. I, I was really expecting there to be a joke of like, because the animation was like, oh, wow, you must have a really great fake ID. And I was like really expecting the kid to be like, no, my dad just has a drinking problem. And then they didn't oh do God. the joke. I was expecting to just My dad just loves in. his wine. <laughs> he loves his wine. And he got all of his craft ideas from the Hallmark YouTube channel. <laughs> My dad loves his wine like a certain sitcom character who I will not mention by name because I do it too often. <laughs> Is it Fraser? Is it Fraser, Mark? No, it's Niles, Fraser's brother, but also yes, Fraser. Ah. <laughs> but anyways, now it's, then it's Max's turn to do the Rube Goldberg machine. And he starts it up and it doesn't work. It fails at the last minute. It fails at yep. right at the end. It's stuck. Gets stuck. Yep. stuck. Max has this 
breakdown where on TV, he, he says how he's a failure. Out. He got a B. He's not a straight A student. He starts freaking out and he accidentally destroys the set in a Rube Goldberg-esque <laughs> fashion. So and it's also, very appropriate. Not even really ruined. He just knocked a bunch of stuff over. Honestly, when we say ruined the set, a a sign and the backdrop fell down. Yeah. Yeah. Not much actually happens there, but they say that it costs eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, they later in the episode they say it was eighty thousand dollars worth of damage, and it's like, how? How is that? This is a scam. A, sta- a sandbag a dropped. That's yeah. all that happened. Maybe it's the shame of seeing the guy who shows up eating the sandwich behind the set. He's suing for eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, he needs a settlement. Anyway, back in the alleyway, the car is broken down. Steve can't fix it, but guys, oh man, I, that, my, guys, it's starting to look hopeless. If only there was someone here who could help and knew how to fix cars. Oh man, it sure it sure would be great if Matt were here right now. Well, well, oh, guess well, what? Zach? Would be even better if he had a pop collar for some reason. <laughs> well, guess what, guys? <laughs> Matt shows up with a popped collar. Whoa! It's- <laughs> okay, I remember like that one scene, and I remember it happening so much more like suddenly than it did. Yeah, because like it's still I, pretty sudden. It's still very it's sudden, sudden. But I was like having Matt just like either. shows up. Yeah, he just shows yeah. up randomly in this random alley, and it's like okay, he walks on yeah, screen. Matt, <laughs> texted me. Yeah, Matt, who just happened to be walking by. Well, yeah, and they also mentioned that Jay Money texted him. And I was like, oh, for some reason I remember it being like Matt was just walking by and just showed up. I know. But I wish it was that. Matt, hey guys, just happened to be walking by and I see you're having some car troubles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Matt goes to fix the car. Uh, it doesn't work. There's a yeah. very good line where Jay Money says, are we sleeping here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. But guys, Steve treats the engine. Also, we should say that they set up earlier, Steve, the only thing he knows about cars is how to cook a tri-tip on the engine. Yes. yes. Which Jay Money thinks is very cool. Well, it is <laughs> very cool. Pretty, it, it is, is very it's cool. It's objectively very cool. It's objectively very cool. We love it. Um, but Steve thinks outside the box. He approaches the engine like a foot, follows the nerve endings, and Steve is able to fix the engine. Yeah. Looks like Matt didn't need what? to be here. <laughs> anyway. Well, Matt is here for one reason. Yes, Matt is also here for one reason, because he's like, okay, well, guess I gotta go now. And then, uh... Well, well, it's very good because Matt says, well, gotta get these groceries home. Yes, that's what it was. And Steve Steve says, hey, do those groceries include any tri-tip steaks and tinfoil? And Matt (laughs) just says, do you know me? (laughs) (laughs) He just regularly buys tri-tip steaks and always buys tinfoil. Do do you have tri-tip steaks and tinfoil? Of course I have tri-tip steaks and tinfoil, my guy. (laughs) Of course I have tri-tip steaks and tinfoil. Why wouldn't I have that? I'm not a maniac. They decide to just go for a ride. Matt also says, I also have potatoes we can bake. And guys, I just, my next note is just boys night. It's boys night, Steve. It's boys night. I hope Jay Money has been brought into the amazing bromance with Matt and Steve. I know. I did did not know how much I needed Matt, Steve, Jay Money, boys night. Oh, it's so good. But I definitely needed it. it. It's great. I love it. Yep. 
It's it's great. I just I mean I just want to stay on Boys Night forever. Imagining that I wish we had a whole episode. Yeah, but, but yeah, we move we on go, from it. So. We go back to the house. We're in the room, and DJ and Danny are consoling Max. He's, you know, DJ tells him it's okay to not be perfect, and that you know perfectionism is just going to get you down and make you unhappy, and it means you're never going to take any risks. And so it's okay that he's not perfect. And again, it's a pretty nice scene. Last last episode, I talked about how I'm often underwhelmed by the like parenting lesson consoling scenes in this show, but I also kind of liked this one. Yeah, I, yeah, I just want to say, and and also it's very good because Max says, "Well, how do you get over it? Your perfectionism." And DJ, or I think Danny says, "You don't." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is something that stays with you for the rest of your life. It stays with you for the rest of your life. You will never be happy. But uh, we'll try to remind you that it's all okay. All right. That's <laughs> yeah, all you can do, I guess. Yep. Uh, Jay Money and Steve come home. Uh, they're both just like amazed by each other. Steve's like, he did a great job driving. And Jay Money's like, he did a great job cooking steaks. Yep. Yeah. And fixing the car. Yep. And DJ's very impressed by Steve. Steve's Steve has a line where he says, you know, well, there's a lot you don't know about me. And then he goes, there's a lot I don't know about me. <laughs> he self-actualizes in this episode. He's so good. He self-actualizes. He smooches DJ and he immediately leaves. Yep. And anyway, more good news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nadia, who Jimmy refers to as Mrs. Mama has decided to move in. Oh, boy. Yay! Yay! An even fuller house. Yep. Well, not quite as full because she's kicking DJ out. (laughs) Right, because she's the maid and will no longer be needed now that I I guess... Because she wants to be the maid, Mama, I guess. All right. Mama Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero is here. But Kimmy, she can't take it anymore. And she finally tells her the truth that this isn't Fernando's baby. It's Jimmy's baby. And stop, Fernando. Stop explaining it like that. It stop sounds explaining weird. it that way. It yep. doesn't get funnier. It's just, it, it was, I'm sure it, it was funny the first time. I'm sure. After that. <laughs> Fernando has a very good reaction, which I think he's done before, to be honest. Yeah. Where he goes, what? <laughs> you harlot. How, How dare, dare you? you? You scoundrels. <laughs> but. Nadia, very entertainingly, is not upset that Fernando has been cheated on. She's more upset that Fernando is shouting at Jimmy. Because That's right. she says, hey. do, not, <laughs> do not shout at the slow, strong boy. This it. chemistry between Mrs. Fernando and, and Jimmy. I love it. It's very good. Don't shout at the slow, strong boy. But anyway, she starts... She starts insulting Kimmy, and that's when Fernando breaks. He's not going to let her insult Kimmy. He stands up for his his fiance. I was going to say wife, but it's, they make a big point of how they're still only engaged in this episode. But he stands up to his mother. He tells her the truth, and everybody stands up for Kimmy. Everybody loves Kimmy. Fernando apologizes to everyone. There's a group hug. Everything's good, and that's how the episode yeah. ends. Okay, and uh, I do want to mention there's one thing that I forgot to mention earlier, uh, and I feel like now is probably the best time to say it. Um, before we go to Sad Boy of the Week, guys, this episode marks the end of an era in Fuller House because 
Really? According to IMDb, and I double-checked this. Okay. This is true. Uh, this is the final appearance of Lori Laughlin and Becky in the series. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Because jail. Because <laughs> jail, yeah. Is this because oh prison? Oh, my God. Oh. Because jail. So Holy shit. Th- this is we our can't... last chance. Oh, no. Make your Aunt Becky jokes while you still can. Um, um, she got, she got Max on her show. Like she got her, her children in, into, into college. That wine she had at the end was a good farewell gift. <laughs> she had a group hug. That was her final group hug because she knew she was that going was her, to prison. That's right. She was at her final group hug. That's so sad. I, oh Rude Goldberg God. machine, more like Rude Goldberg machine, because she did some pretty rude like, stuff to get into prison. I didn't even right? realize that because I I saw that in the trivia and I was like, no, that's not true. And then I looked through because you can on IMDb you can like go to an actor and see how many episodes they were in, and this is the last one listed on IMDb for Lori Laughlin. I will Becky's say I made the joke. <laughs> I made the joke, but it is kind of funny that this episode is about Becky using nepotism to get her relative into a. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> into an exclusive situation. Oh, you're right. Oh no! Holy shit! It's poetic. No, it's too real. Oh, wow! I didn't even think Ooh. about that, but you're you're so right. Chef's kiss. But yeah. <laughs> That that's what the last appearance off. of Aunt Becky, at least according to IMDb. And I will also say, I will also say, she's really good in this episode. She this is. is one of my yeah. favorite Becky. She's very good in this episode. So like, what and a way to two great Becky episodes. Yeah, back yeah, to yeah. yeah. Her final two Leave, episodes. Leaving with a bang. This is this is my favorite Becky Danny episode so far. Yeah, yeah. And I guess of all, because she doesn't appear in the rest of the show. Yeah. Oh, no. But yeah, so uh, with that in mind, our sad goodbyes to Aunt Becky and Lori Laughlin and the, and the many jokes that went along with it. Uh, let's mm. get the sad boy of the really week. I qualify for this, but uh, do we want to give her an honorary nomination for sad boy of the week? We'll give, we her, give her, an her an honorary nod. nod. Uh, all right. Let's see. Who else? Fernando, for sure. Fernando? Fernando. Yep. Yep, yep. Maybe Steve. Um, maybe Steve, although maybe Steve, Steve, like, it, it becomes pretty triumphant. Steph? Steph. Um, not, not not a ton really. of sadness I mean, this episode, yeah. but, like, well, I love it. A little bit it. of self-recognition, but we're yeah. always here for Steph. Yep. Jimmy? We could do Jimmy. We could do Max. Uh, I think Max more than Jimmy. I don't think Jimmy so much. I mean, he gets that sponge. He's, he's pretty sad. Yeah, he's very happy with his sponge. So who are our nominees? Steph, definitely. Fernando, definitely. Uh, oh, and is there anybody else? I think. I mean, we can leave it at them. Yeah, I think we just leave it if, at them. If you want. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think we need. We to don't force have to anything. make it a big debate every week. Yeah. 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 Sometimes there's a clear winner. Sometimes there's like clear front runners. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steph. Um, is a mess uh, as per usual. Wearing, is, Steph is a mess. She's wearing the same clothes that she slept in. She admits that she's mooching off of people to live in this house in both real life and in the ruse. I actually don't know if there's really anything else that, with Steph. Oh, wait a second. Episode. I have a nomination. Mm-hmm. Kimmy. We, we, we brought up Jimmy. Kimmy. Oh, yeah. Kimmy? Oh, okay. Kimmy. Like an, yeah, yeah, yeah Kimmy, I, Kimmy. I wasn't sure if you said I thought, Jimmy I thought, you, Kimmy, said Jimmy, so I I thought like, you said Jimmy, yeah. No, no, no. I said, yeah, I said Jimmy the first time, but no, Kimmy. <laughs> We could She's do. Sad yeah. oh, yeah. Kimmy, yeah. Kimmy's Kimmy's pretty. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's do Kimmy. Sure. Sure. We'll finish that first. Well. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I was I was gonna say I think that's kind of oh, yeah. or well. Uh, uh, so she's mo- she admits that she's mooching off of everybody, and plus she has to pretend that her baby isn't her baby. Yes. Um, and then I guess in the end she's forced to say nice things. Well, she's not forced to say nice things about Kimmy Gibbler. Uh, she just does. But I'm gonna include that. I think that's it for Steph. Really, yeah. I just I appreciate I appreciate how consistent. Steph is a mess is yeah yeah like that's something that we didn't really notice on our first watch there was something that kind of jumped out at us on the repeat watch for the podcast but yeah Steph is a mess and we love her for it Steph is a mess let's see there's so Kimmy her mother-in-law who hates her unless she's pregnant (laughs) uh which thankfully she is I guess you and uses that pregnancy as a weapon Yep. yep uses that pregnancy as a weapon uh, but her mother-in-law, who hates her, is visiting. Um, as she says, the like the devil wears Prada, but without the Prada. Ramona says, so you mean the devil? And Kimmy says, don't say these things about your grandmother. Just such a mom thing to say. Yeah. Yep. She is roped into an elaborate ruse to fool Nadia. She stands by her principles. I want to give her credit and says, I'm not going to lie about Steph's baby. She immediately compromises her principles and lies about Steph's baby. Uh, she keeps uh, keeps pushing with this ruse. Uh, she has a very good line when they're in the nursery with the mural. DJ's coming in and they they stop DJ from entering the room by giving her Tommy. And she says, oh, but I wanted to change Tommy. And Kimmy says, oh, change him in the car. It's much cha- it's much more challenging. Yes, that's yeah. a very good line that we forgot Which to mention true. earlier. Yeah. Which is possibly one of my favorite Kimmy lines in the series. It's a very short, it's a very small line. Blink and you miss it, but I liked it a lot. It's very good. So she sure is jumping through hoops. She again messes up the I'm a surrogate for my brother and his girlfriend and says I'm carrying my brother's baby, uh, which is a very easy thing not to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> to just say I'm carrying yeah. Stephanie's baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, she gets she gets yelled at by her mother-in-law who hates her again and then but then everybody everybody sticks up for Kimmy and it's all it's all good yeah so Fernando 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 is terrified because his mother is visiting (laughs) god as is as one is off off to get yes he immediately he immediately and pretty unprompted comes up with an elaborate ruse that he forces everybody in the family to be a part of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, He becomes a sort of Dickensian villain. (laughs) (laughs) I will pay you a great sum. An exorbitant (laughs) sum. (laughs) An exorbitant sum. Teenage daughter. (laughs) Teenage daughter. Maybe not so Dickensian, but definitely a, a, a villain. Yeah. Very good. He keeps going with the ruse and lying. He loves the portrait that his mother made of him. Although she painted over the mural that DJ made for Tommy. Yes, very important. And then in in the end, when things start to unravel, he can't handle it and keeps lying. Yep. There's a great moment where DJ kind of like bluffs and says like, okay, I guess if you're kicking me out, I'm just, I'm just going to leave. And Fernando goes, DJ, wait, you forgot your mop. <laughs> That was very good. <laughs> yeah. yep. You forgot yep, your very mop. Very good. Uh, he's like, TJ, you forgot your mop. And then she's like, oh, well, thanks. Leaves. And then she comes back. She's like, okay, seriously, is no one going to chase after me? 
It's great. It is DJ's very good in this <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. Everyone is good in this episode. This is Everyone's a good episode. Everyone's good in this episode. Good episode. Uh, oh, also, also, Fernando is afraid of the ocean. Yes. yes. Also, also, Fernando has crashed many cars. Also, also, Fernando has almost drowned many times as a kid due to his family's immersion therapy. Yes. <laughs> Fernando has almost drowned many also, times as a kid. Also, I think we forgot to mention this earlier. There's a point where everyone is in the living room watching home movies of Fernando in the tub. And yep. they're like, oh, ba-, and he's like, oh, I want to see baby Fernando. And it's revealed that no, this video is from when Fernando was 16. <laughs> yep. I like, I mean, we, we got to basically the end. There might be a little more, but like, can we just give it to Fernando? I think oh, Fernando yeah. no, wins. I was going to vote Fernando. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it to Fernando. Yeah. <laughs> And with that, he, I believe I, it's, he has a pretty it's, strong pretty case. He has a very one. strong case. I'm happy to give it back to our OG sad boy uh, from like yeah, way back when we started watching. But clear, with clear, that, clear. Fernando takes sole possession of second place on the sad boy leaderboard. Hell yeah! He's only four behind J Money. Four behind J Money. Yeah, only four. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, J Money has eleven wins. Fernando now has seven. Oh my gosh. Jay Money. Jay Money. How many does Steph have? Six. Steph okay. has six. Steph's, yeah. yeah. Right? Holy crap. I did not expect Steph to be in a clear I did not place. expect Steph to be I doing as well expect- as this. I also was I not know. expecting someone to be I kind of love that it. Steph is doing... Yep. I love that yeah. Steph is doing well. I One thing I will say, I was never expecting anybody to like run away with the sad boy win start. I thought it was going to be the pretty close. Jay Money has. But Jay Money has run away with it. I thought it would be pretty balanced, too. I didn't yeah. expect but I do like that we are willing to have weird nominations. Yeah, I do like, like how we have some weird has. nominations. But like looking at the top, some of it's like about what I expected, like J Money, Fernando, Steve, and yeah, there's like a couple up top, and then there's everybody else. Yeah, like Rocky's got a win. Like how did yeah. that? Macy happen? Gray has a win. Macy Gray has a win. Macy Gray has one. It's I I love it so much. I like how the board is shaking out. I really do love that Steph is. So sad. Oh, Steph yeah. is a mess. I Steph love it. Steph is a mess. Love it. Anyway, Harrison, do you want to take us home? Unless we have anything else to say. No. No, we're good. I, I think we're pretty good on that. So thank you guys for listening. If you want to find us, uh, go to Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or to anchor.fm slash Fullest House Pod. And I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And until next time, may your houses be fuller, and may your boys be slow and strong. Boys night. Boys night.